From high atop Rocky Road in Moab, Utah, it's KZMU News. I'm Molly Marcello. This is your news for Wednesday, January 26th. The other day, well, last night to be precise, I stood in front of the Grand County Courthouse and looked up. I hadn't really stopped to notice this sight before. I knew peripherally that an American flag flies above the Veterans Memorial on the corner of Center Street and 100 East. But there's a second flagpole with a second flag, one I hadn't really taken in before. It's very blue, and from my vantage point last night, I could just make out that there's a lot of stuff on it. You know, it's kind of like a seal, and the words that I see are industry and Utah, uh, and then we've got 1847, and then below that we also have uh, 1896. Maria Sykes helping me describe the Utah state flag. She has an image of it open on her computer as we talk, so it's a little easier to see there than waving dozens of feet up. Um, And then also behind the seal, there's like an X of two, it looks like two spears. And then in between those spears, we've got maybe like two American flags that are kind of draping down. And all of that is enclosed in a golden circle with this dark blue. As she keeps going, I'm wondering if it's really my fault for not noticing this flag on the corner before. Because it does have a lot of historical markers, but it's not distinctive close up or at a distance. Oh, I forgot. Also, there is a beehive in the middle and uh, some bees. And then it looks like some clusters of sago lilies. It's taking me way too long to explain what this flag looks like. Utah's legislators felt similarly. So they set out a process to redesign the Utah state flag by the end of 2022. And last week, the more than a flag outreach process officially started. Utahns can now send in their own designs or even just ideas for certain elements like colors and symbols. Public libraries and schools will soon get toolkits with resources about flag design. It's a big public campaign. I love that the kind of campaign for this is called More Than a Flag because it definitely is that in terms of like, how can we get a ton of perspectives in on something that's going to be so iconic? Sykes is on one of the six subcommittees involved in this process. She wears a lot of hats in the state, including directing the nonprofit Epicenter and full disclosure, being a board member at KZMU. She says she thinks a lot about what makes Utah, Utah, urban, rural, indigenous nations, refugees. I think Utah is much more diverse than it seems to a lot of people. The flag that we have now is almost like a, in a lot of ways, like a time capsule of maybe where where we were in 1847. But where is Utah at today? I don't think it's possible to like make a flag that represents everyone. But can we have a flag that represents like us collectively? That's I think that's kind of the challenge. A challenge, possibly daunting, but one that flag expert Ted Kay recommends to keep simple. Flags have lots of purposes. And the most fundamental one is to represent a person, place, or thing in a recognizable form on a piece of cloth flying at a distance, flapping, and being seen on both sides. And if that is a fundamental goal of a design of a flag, then only the simplest designs with few colors, no lettering or seals, some meaningful symbol will be successful in that goal. Kay is the secretary of the North American Vexillological Association. Vexillology, you might ask? The study of flags. 
The current Utah flag is what some in flag circles will call an SOB, or seal on a bedsheet. These designs are largely indistinct when lined up with other state flags, or even, say, when they're flying on a prominent Grand County street corner. And Utah's not alone in that type of design. Nearly half of all state flags are so-called seals on a bedsheet. Many were designed in the early 1900s. Kay tells me that in the run-up to the sesquicentennial, there was pressure on states to design a flag. And he said they ended up going on one of two paths. One was, what do we already have for state symbolism? And the other was, what can we come up with for new state symbolism? Utah took the state seal and placed it on a blue background. Very common design. Colorado, Arizona, New Mexico went in the opposite direction, said, let's have a bold new design that will represent us. And I believe that's what the Utah legislature is pursuing right now with the idea of updating the flag of Utah from one that's replete with historical meaning to one that will actually distinguish Utah at a distance flapping in the breeze. Kay literally wrote the book on flag design. It's called Good Flag, Bad Flag, and it lays out basic guiding principles of good flag design. It's influenced cities, states, and nations for two decades. He says these simple designing principles, like using two or three basic colors, not using any lettering, these are key elements to getting a good flag. But the public process of flag design is almost as important as the final artifact itself. The benefit of having a public competition is that it builds political support for an eventual design. Even if your own design isn't chosen. I mean, if there are thousands of people submitting designs, you're pretty sure you're not going to win that lottery ticket. But you're involved in the idea of designing the flag rather than it just being imposed by a government. If you crowdsource it, you're going to get the best ideas from everybody. And that's what Utah is doing. Imagine if the winning design is made by, let's say, some person in a coffee shop and they drew it on a napkin and that ends up being our flag. And that's like the power of design. Cassie John is an indigenous designer from the Diné Nation and sits on the state's design review subcommittee. When she thinks about the open public submissions, she gets excited because you don't have to identify as an artist to participate. You just have to have a perspective. With the state of Utah, there's so many like different communities here that make up what we call Utah. So there's these different relationships that people bring that I think will like articulate themselves in the process, right? Because we're not excluding ourselves to just, you know, professionals, professional artists, designers, and other creatives in this industry, but we're also opening this up to the youth and the elders, right? She says this process could and should bring up difficult conversations about history and identity. Certain colors mean different things to different people. Certain symbols do too, like the beehive symbol, which is everywhere in Utah and also synonymous with the LDS church. During a recent meeting of her subcommittee, Cassie John says she asked jokingly, What if someone draws a flag without a beehive? Is that Utah? And <laughs> we had a whole like three hour discussion of like, what happens if the beehive disappears? But I think those are important conversations, right? Like I'm all about design and social reformation and really recognizing that we have different peoples and sometimes 
highlighting those key cultural differences doesn't divide us, but only makes us stronger. I believe that like art and design can, can heal. It can also like give us new pride or um, it can also point out some of the negative things that are going on in our state that maybe we can start addressing through the process. That's Sykes again. She says people might ask, why mess with a flag right now in the midst of a pandemic where we seem more politically divided than ever? And I think that's a really valid question, but I think it's almost the perfect time to be doing something like this, to look look at our values and how does Utah represent itself? What do we stand for? And what's something that we can all feel proud about in this like really trying time? Yeah, I think now is the perfect time to, to look at redesigning the flag. A better design for Utah's state flag could also spark a feedback loop. According to flag expert Kay, a good design not only makes people feel better about the flag, but the better flag makes them feel better about their place. That there's a positive feedback loop between good design and the flag and the place that it represents. And yes, it's a clear objection always. Don't you have better things to do than worry about the flag, fix our potholes, or solve the big problems of the state? But I do like to say that if you have a great banner to rally people under to address those problems, you're probably better off. Kay is hopeful that this process will be successful for the state. Utahns have until the end of April to submit their ideas, and some final designs will be selected in September. You can submit flag ideas and read more about this process at flag.utah.gov. And remember, don't make it too complicated. Keep it simple. And that's the KZMU News for Wednesday, January 26th. Get your community-powered journalism Monday through Friday at noon and 7. You can also find KZMU News anytime online at kzmu.org or wherever you listen to podcasts.